Thank you for checking this out. With me today, very special guest. I teased it on the episode from this past weekend. And I didn't really give any hints, although I totally blew it almost at the end of the show. Um, but I had to edit that part out. Uh, with me today from the Dragon Ballers podcast, the real J.D. Lee. What's up, man? J.D., how are you? I'm good, Kyle. How are you, man? You doing good? Pretty good. Well, I mean, you knew who I was doing. You knew you knew who I was doing. Oh, well, wow. No, I didn't actually. But I mean, feel free to share. You knew how I was doing because this episode today is part of a special two-part episode. Right. So JD and I just sat down and he asked me some questions. Uh, that episode will be up on the Dragon Ballers uh, RSS feed. Want to go mm -hmm. check that out. Uh, check out the show. Those guys have been in business much longer than we have. So in all honesty, go rummage through the catalog there. There's a lot of good uh, content there. A lot of good analysis. And those guys are funny as fuck. JD and Steven the Brit. Steven couldn't be here today, unfortunately. Uh, but we do have JD. And I'm going to ask him lots of random Dragon Ball questions. Yeah. JD, how do you feel about that? I'm fine with it. I mean, hopefully I'll be able to answer all those questions. I don't want to lose any credibility or anything. So I'll do, I'll do my best. <laughs> I feel like you don't have to worry about that. I hope not. I hope not. Well, my real question is, what the hell got you into Dragon Ball in the first place? Um, you are a couple years older than I am, but we're like, in my brain, basically the same age. Yeah, right about. Um, we probably started watching Dragon Ball, you know, around the same time. How did you first find Dragon Ball? Well, honestly, it was Dragon Ball Z was the first. Um, and it was after school was on Toonami, you know, like I would come home from school. Me and my brothers and my sister would be tooling around because we were latchkey kids. And we would get to watch TV before the parents came home. And, you know, Dragon Ball Z was on Toonami. So every day, me and my younger brother would watch that. And then once that was over, we'd go do our own thing. And so, you know, we bought, bought VHSs, you know, we got little snippets of the series here and there, but I mean, it started junior high, uh, maybe a little younger elementary, even like late elementary, junior high is when I started watching it and, you know, it was hooked. It's, it was a cool show and started off with the Frieza saga. That's where everybody started off. Yep. And, um, I was just like, you know, every day you wanted to come back and be like, okay, something's got to happen today because the last episode, nothing happened. So come on, let's see what happens today. So <laughs> maybe today yeah. is that episode where we finally reached the end of the five minutes, right? Maybe today Goku will get out of the tank. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and then you get to the end of the, that episode run and then you go to tune in the next day and it's like, Motherfucker, I've already seen this Raditz episode. Get exactly. out of here. Right, exactly. Like, do it, Goku. Pickle a hole. You know? oh, it's awesome. Man. It's good stuff. Like a hell on loop. <laughs> yeah, for real. Off. But I mean, so, like, we had a comic book store close by, so we would go and we'd pick up the DVDs. Or, I mean, the VHSs back then, and we'd, you know, we'd watch them. That's what we did. So was that, like, your first anime or any other anime that you're into? Um. That was the first one for sure. I'm into that was the gateway drug. Yeah, I was in, I'm into a ton of anime now. Like I've watched most of all the popular ones, you know, except for Naruto. I admitted that on the last episode of Dragon Ballers that like, I've never seen Naruto. My kids watch it, but I, I just couldn't get into it. So, but all the other ones, the big popular ones I've seen, but Naruto just wasn't for me. Yeah. I've never really tried Naruto, but when I see it, I'm like, 
Yeah, I already watched Dragon Ball right. like a billion times. I'm good. Right. Well, I, I watch a couple episodes with my kids and I'm like, you know, this isn't half bad, but there's other newer animes that I'm trying to watch. So it's just it's on my list to eventually watch it, but it's never made it to the top. There's just too many other good animes out there for real to like that's like, you know, knowing you have to go watch 38 episodes of Death Note. But you're right. like, I got to watch these 850 episodes of one piece first. Right. Right. Exactly. And I, I watched death note and I loved it, but well up to, you know, 38, but after that it's, it's mediocre at best, but yeah, one piece is another one of those like, man, I've seen like the first 450 episodes, but I feel like it'd be too much to catch back up at this point, man. Like who's got that much time. I know. Right. You know, and you, when you watch anime, you binge it. You're like, I'm going to watch 12 episodes tonight. And then go to work in the morning, you know, in, in a couple hours. But is there any current animes that you're currently binging? Yeah, oh, I'm doing My Hero right now. Um, I, I I wanted to jump on the My Hero bandwagon a long time ago, but... It's so good, isn't it? It is so good. It's just a great story. And the characters are very compelling. And it's just well done. And I love the art style. And All Might is a character. You know, it's just, it's good. I really enjoy it. I love it. Yeah. Now you said you're what mid season two. Mid season two. What's going two. on with what you're watching right now? They just finished the cavalry battle in the uh, t- uh, their little sports arena thing. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the headbands, right? Yeah, the headbands. So yeah. yeah, just finished the headbands, and so next that's that was a, the f- cavalry battle finale was the one that I watched today. So awesome. And then I, I watched just got current on that. And nice. Now I'm sad. Yeah, I watch Attack on Titan too because I do another show on that. But that's I would watch it even if I didn't because that's a damn good show. Yeah, that's the next one I think I'm gonna really get into. Dude, it's dark. Uh, it's dark as shit, man. <laughs> it's, it's so dark. Some like real world shit. Dude, it's it's dark. Like, uh, it starts off like, oh, this is kind of the story, and then it takes a hard left, and you're like, wow, this just got real heavy real quick. <laughs> yeah, I think you sold me. Yeah, dude, it's good. You'll love it. So I'm going to go on the assumption. I know that you do a chat on Titan. Yeah. Uh, but given the fact that you do a Dragon Ball podcast, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume it's one of your more favorite animes. Yes, absolutely. That's my favorite. Dragon Ball is my favorite anime for sure. Well, with that being said, favorite character. Okay. And I mean, it's typical, but Vegeta has always been my favorite character. And the reason is I think he's the most developed character. He's had the best story out of any character in the show. Like Goku, you know what you're going to get and you knew what you were going to get from the first time you see him in Dragon Ball. It's kind of airheaded, all about being strong, proving that he's the strongest, wants to fight you to see if you're stronger. Vegeta though, going from this prince of Saiyans that was kind of evil and was kind of prove himself and had a chip on his shoulder to where he was at the end of Z. And then especially at the end of super, I mean, that is a tremendous story for one character, which is why I like him. And I honestly think Toriyama sometimes on purpose kind of writes him the way he does to where we're always wanting more for him. Because if he was ever like the actual hero, we would all be like, Vegeta's made it. But he doesn't want us to, he doesn't want to let him make it, you know? Like, Vegeta's always trying to improve and better himself, which I think is great. I love that about his character. But I think when you take a step back and you look at it from the beginning of Vegeta's story, Mm -hmm. when he shows up on Earth with Nappa, to actually, I talked about a lot of the same things that you just said this past weekend with the dub, because it's the episode where Goku goes to Vegeta. He's like, hey, man. 
I'm gonna go train with Weiss. You wanna come? And he goes on the whole thing about Bulma's pregnant. I can't leave her side. Yeah. I need to be here. So like if you take those two bookends and everything in between that Vegeta has gone through, despite the fact that, yes, he's always like training and you always want him to get that number one spot over Goku. Yeah. The fact that you can look at the character arc like that, like he's one. Goku is a super one note character. Yeah. Vegeta has like a very full, happy, fulfilling life on yeah. earth. Absolutely. And, you know, he's a decent dude now. Yeah, and you know, Goku's relationship with Chi Chi compared to Vegeta's with Bulma, like like the episode where Goku's like, Why why are you touching her on the mouth? What is that about? You know, <laughs> Vegeta's like, Don't you have kids? Like what Yo, man. how did we that happen? Kiss the girl? <laughs> yeah, what's that about? I, I thought that her? was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, Vegeta. And then even with like the Majin Boost where he just like he let Majin take him over just so that he could beat Goku. It's like that's the only reason I'm doing this. That's yeah, my motivation. So uninhibited. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it was awesome. Just crazy. Good, good character for sure. And the fact that he's still strong enough in the Boo arc. Be yes. like, all right, well, yeah, I still have all this magic badness going on inside of me, but I'm still going to blow myself up for my kid right. and my wife and my friends. Right. Because I have friends. Right. I'm not evil anymore. Yeah. I care about these people. It's, it's, I love Vegeta. Yeah, me too. Well, what's the favorite arc then? I mean, it's got to be... Uh, it's got to be the Frieza arc because, you know, and I know that was the first one that got me into it, but I remember when the Super Saiyan happened for the first time, how hyped I was and how, you know, I was like, yeah, this is the shit, man. So it's got to be the Frieza arc. I love all the other arcs. Some of the other arcs are definitely more better stories, more told, and especially like in Dragon Ball, like the, the martial arts tournament, the first tournaments and that stuff like that are awesome great stories yes. but frieza is the one that really got me into it so it's more of a nostalgia reason that that's my favorite arc that makes sense definitely yeah. the uh the the earliest version or the first version to like really make an impression on you how could that not always be you know one of your favorites in your heart right i mean it's like when you go to a restaurant usually the first thing you order at the restaurant is your favorite dish at that restaurant because you know, yeah this is why i like this place because this is what i got well that makes sense i mean I mean, in terms of the Dragon Ball credentials and, you know, just the anime nerd credentials, you mm -hmm. know, that's that all checks out for me, man. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> but, but as far as the podcasting, how did you get into po making podcasts in the first place? I've been podcasting oh God, five years now. Like, um, I, I started listening to podcasts a long time ago, like uh, Kevin Smith and all his podcasts. I really enjoyed. Dude, I knew it. I fucking knew you like Kevin Smith. Which ones do you listen to? Well, I don't really listen to any of them anymore. Um, oh, be, be, I, I always listen to uh, Babylon. That was like the weekly one that I listened to. And yeah. then I was a big fan of Tell Him Steve Dave, uh, just because I still listen to TESD. Yeah, I I stopped after like the the last Truth or Dare one. I was like, man, I can't I can't anymore. <laughs> Brian getting a little too racist for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and it, they're funny. And but I, I started getting to the point where I didn't want to just hear people just talk, shoot the shit. On and on, you know. Yeah, it, it just there's got, really no point to that show exactly. outside of the fact that they're at the stash. That's it, right? And, and so I got to the point now with all the podcasts I listen to, I like to hear a story or like you know, uh, even like original works of fiction. You know, that's fine with me because I feel like it. You know, it's I'm gaining something and I've gotten past them. Like, okay, I know uh, everything about these guys' lives because I've listened to them for four or five years. But <laughs> my buddy Josh and I, we started. Um, like five years ago, we were like, hey, well, let's do a podcast. We want to do it on like nerd culture. 
So we started a show called The Nth Cast, which was where we talk about a topic to the nth degree. And so <laughs> our our whole premise was this week we're going to talk about robots. And we're going to talk about robots in music, robots in movies, robots in literature, robots in just pop culture. And so we did five episodes a week. And I mean, they were good, like for us just, but it was just too much work. So after that, we just started doing movie reviews. And then we did one on The Walking Dead. And then my friend Steven and I were like, hey, let's do one on uh, Dragon Ball's coming back, a new series. Let's do a podcast on that. So that's where Super came from. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been God, podcasting for five years. I should do three a week, which was too much. But I mean, yeah, a lot of podcasts with my voice on it out there in the world. So, I mean, what was the driving force to do it? Like, was there anything outside of like, because hey, you're a musician. So I'm assuming that you had, right. you know, some microphones and some equipment to be able to make it happen. But what was it that finally made you say like, I need people to hear my opinion on this? <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> Honestly, that was my biggest hurdle because I'm not a very narcissistic person and I'm like, nobody gives a shit what I think. But uh, my friend, Josh and I, we were like, man, we talk about this kind of stuff and all of our friends look at us like we're crazy. So, you know, let's just get on the internet and do a podcast and see if people listen. And we'll, you know, we just did it kind of as a hobby for at first and then it kind of took off and we got a following and we met people. So we're like, all right, well, let's keep doing this. And you know, people like what we say and people, people have always said, it feels like we're in the room talking with our buddies when we listen to your show, which is something that we've really tried to hone. And that's kind of the style and why we do our shows the way that we do. And it's more of a, Hey, I'm just talking to you about what I saw and like opinions. And it's not, we don't give a lot of details about like who drew the episode or who directed the movie or whatever. Like, Hey, I was shooting the shit about something we just watched, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. And, in regards to like how you guys structure the episode, mainly around the reviews, you don't get too, like you said, you don't get too caught up in like the frivolous details. Like no, every once in a while, especially when new pertinent news comes out, we'll do new segments like, Hey, uh, Nagamini fucking whoever the hell said this shit about the Broly movie. Right. And I'll break it down. But like, I'll say those things. Cause you know, I want to be accurate. But I always have that voice in my head who I'm like, they're like, you know, they probably don't really give a shit about the proper pronunciation of this person's name. Right. Well, <laughs> Just lighten up, dude. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, there's people who do that stuff better than we do. And so, and that's what we always tell people, like, that's not what our show is. Our show is not, if you want information and like breaking news, we are not the people for you. If you just want to come sit, have a good time, listen to some friends talk. That's what our show is. And that's why we do it that way. And we talked about it, you know, in the conversation we had on your podcast earlier mm -hmm. tonight, mm -hmm. building community around a conversation like that. It feels, it feels really good, man. It, to have people say, people say the same thing to us as well. It feels like I'm sitting around chatting with my buddies. Yeah. It's like the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Cure, to help cure somebody's loneliness, at least, you know, for 40 minutes at a time. Yeah, it always blows my mind when people are like, yeah, you're the highlight of my week because, you know, like I, I work long hours or I drive, you know, 17 hours a week. I mean, I listen to you guys and I listen to your show on repeat because it feels like, you know, I'm not alone in my interests or it feels like I'm there with somebody. And, you know, that's that's crazy to me that a podcast that I do about anime, it could have that much effect on somebody's day. That's crazy to me. It's always been crazy to me. Yeah. But honestly, 
for me at least, that keeps me motivated to keep going. Yeah. I mean, that's why we do it. Like it, we would do it anyway, but the fact that people listen and like it is a very rewarding and definitely a motivator to keep doing it. Exactly. I always tell people, you keep listening, we'll keep making them. The end. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we've choked our own dicks a little bit too much. Yeah, well. Uh, brass tacks. Ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Dragon Ball questions. Shoot. Um, what did you think of Tournament of Power, the ending of Dragon Ball Super in general? How did you feel about the last, you know, 30 to 40 episodes or whatever the hell it was yeah. of the series? And I mean, I, I feel like my opinion's in the minority, but I really liked it, you know? And the Dragon Ball is such a well-built franchise now. And there's been so much story and so much character development. Just having a tournament where we met little snippets of people from a different universe and just like some really strong dudes and seeing our heroes battle against them and trying their best and failing more often than not. And then coming out with a win in the end, it was entertaining. And if you view it as entertainment, I thought it was great. I enjoyed it a lot. If you, and I agree there wasn't a lot of story, not a lot of character development, but I feel like that they didn't need it at that, that point. I mean, what? We've got 300-something, 400-something episodes of the show if you count. And if you count GT, I mean, whatever you want to do. <laughs> it, it was just like, okay, this is entertaining. We've built up to this. Let's just have a good time watching these dudes just banging out for, you know, 40, 50 episodes. See what happens, you know? And I wasn't really... I mean, there were parts of it where I'm like, what the fuck? Right. But overall, I enjoyed the Tournament of Power as, a, as an entire arc. Right. Uh, it was definitely... The only thing I didn't yeah. like was Rebrian. That could have <laughs> done without that, for sure. So that, she was just on too long. We had so many screaming fits about Rebrian on this show. Yeah. It was, it was bad news. Dude, we did too. And like just the words that they use, I'm like, come on. Come on. This is totally a euphemism. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, Rebrian aside, yeah. I feel like a Tournament of Power was solid. Yeah. I mean, it was entertaining. I think they kind of... Um, it kind of gave Jiren the shit end of the stick in terms of a backstory that they just try to cram yeah. into the last few episodes. Yeah. And it was like, hey, give a shit about this character now. Yeah, I agree. About to end. <laughs> I agree with that. Like Jiren, I would have liked to see a little bit more of his backstory. I mean, sure, he's motivated because, you know, he trained really hard and he failed anyway. So now he's never going to fail again. Cool. I get that. But why? Give me a whole episode of his backstory. I think everybody would have appreciated that. In all honesty, I think Akira Toriyama just set out to like, I mean, Goku is Japanese Superman. Right. I think he just set out to make Japanese Batman. Right. Exactly. Except an alien yeah. from another universe. <laughs> right. Who Who's just jacked, man. God, he was huge. Thick as fuck, man. Dude, man. I, just, I was yeah. like, uh, I don't even know how he stands. Cause he was a big boy. Yeah, top heavy. <laughs> they look like you skip Mike Day. <laughs> yeah, uh, every all of them do. I mean, well, I I don't know. I feel like Super as an entire series was. We talked about it on on your podcast too. Yeah. So you know, again, go check it out. But I feel like it was pretty decent. I feel like it, the highlight of it is that Goku Black arc. Yes. Tournament of Power was a little bit of a letdown coming into that. Mm -hmm. And just how long and drawn out it was. But one thing I did appreciate about it was the fact that they kind of let you know very early. All right, 48 minutes, 
Right. One episode equals one minute. Right. Strap in. This yeah. is the longest tournament in Dragon Ball history. Right. Well, I mean, but wouldn't you have been disappointed if it was like 10 episodes for that tournament? Like it was, it was hard for them to find a medium. And I think they did a pretty good job of pacing it pretty well. Honestly. I think, I think they felt that way in the moment. Yeah. But if you look at what's going on in the manga right now, sure. They are streamlining the shit out of it. Yes, they are. I mean, moving right along. And it's, it's gotta be a challenge going from those different mediums. Like, okay, we're going to, because you have the ability to tell such a different story depending on. I mean, even looking at like the Dragon Ball manga is so different than the show. It's way, way more PG-13 and R-rated than even the yeah, show. A lot so. of penis in that manga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, going back and watching Dragon Ball, I'm like, God, I forgot how many times Goku just takes his pants off. The just, dude <laughs> never has pants. I know, dude. Like, what? He's like, I got a tail. I got two tails. It's fine. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Double tail. Go. So mm-hmm. I think maybe the best way for us to be able to like kind of see how you feel about Dragon Ball going forward is sure. taking the temperature on Broly. Yeah. How do you feel about this Broly movie coming up? I'm torn. I'm really torn. I've never been a big fan of Broly. Um, and I mean, re- total honesty, I'm not a big fan of any of the Dragon Ball movies. Just like I didn't get their purpose. I, I, I've seen them all more than once, and I'll watch them, and we've reviewed some on the podcast. Even Bio Broly? Yeah, not a fan. Come on, dude. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you don't like Bio Broly either. I know you don't. Um, oh, it's terrible. Oh, Bio is the worst one yeah. by fucking far. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really torn. I'm excited to see Toriyama's interpretation of Broly, if that's really what's going to happen. I'm not sure that that's what actually is going to happen and the preview got me hyped as as hell because it looked the preview looks awesome and when they say broly and broly comes out and you see him a little bit fighting and you're like okay this could be good um but i don't know i was really kind of hoping for something new and i'm i'm okay with it i think i mean i'm i'm just really trying to reserve any judgment and not read spoilers not listen to any content about speculation about the movie because i don't want to be tainted in that way i just wanted to be like okay i'm gonna watch the movie i'm gonna go to theater i'm gonna take my kids because they want to watch it too and we'll just see how it goes that's a good call that's like a really level-headed approach yeah which, I try to be level-headed. I'm like, I'm, I can't be young and crazy anymore. You know? <laughs> you're you're screaming your dick off about things. No, I gotta, about. I got to set an example, man. You know. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's why I don't have kids because right, I'm man. definitely not trying to set an example. There you go. There you go. So, I mean, I, I wish it was something different. I wish it was like the history of the Saiyans, which is what we were told it was going to be, and only the history of the Saiyans. Um, so... I, I'm, we'll see what the mix is. If it's just Broly for like 10 minutes to the end, I'll probably be disappointed. But if it's like an hour, 20 minutes of Broly, I'll also probably be disappointed. So, I mean, we'll see what they do. I've been reading the shit out of spoiler stuff. Yeah. Some new news came out this morning. I won't talk about it here because I don't want to blow things up for you. Oh, thank you. But we will definitely talk about them on the Super Dope episode this weekend. We've thank actually you. got a special announcement coming up. Uh-oh. So no new episode of the dub this weekend, but we are going to make a new episode this weekend. We're going to talk about some of this new Broly news as well as make the special announcement. So nice. make sure you check it out this weekend. Yeah, for real. Excited as hell. You should be. 
So I hope the Broly movie is good. I do too. I mean, I feel like I had to go out of my way to explain that to some people and say, I'm not amped that they're bringing Broly back, but I still want this movie to be good. I hope it's good. Yeah. And people can't really draw the line with that sometimes, I think. I think. I don't know. Right. I get it. So once this Broly movie wraps up, Mm -hmm. what do you think is the future for Dragon Ball Super? Do you think the anime comes back? Do you think they... Just do movies. I mean, I, I hope. I think it'd be crazy not to bring the anime back. I mean, they made so much money from the show, and they got a whole new generation of fans from the show. Uh, they can't, they shouldn't make us wait another twenty years to bring the anime back. I really, <laughs> really think that they should bring it back. If not next year, you know, twenty twenty, because that that needs to happen. But I don't know. If they're gonna, because I'm sure it's a shit ton of work and they've, I don't know how much they want to put into it and make, maybe making movies is easier. I really think the reaction to this movie is going to be telling. Like if it's awesome, people love the movie. I, I have high hopes for an anime. If it's mediocre, I think they're just going to do movies for a little while and then see if ever they like, Hey, we've got a story we want to tell. And then the anime will come back. It is something different, but I'm not sure super is going to come back as super. I wish, but I don't know. Could be, you know, dragon ball, whatever dragon yeah. ball ultra. Yeah. Dragon ball, super Z dragon ball plus ultra. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Plus Ooh. ultra. <laughs> I probably can't do that I hope one. That it comes, I hope it comes back, but I do too. you're right, man. There's no certainty that it will. They could just decide that it's more profitable or like a better use of their time just put all of their effort into one good movie right. once every year for the next few years. Right. And that's frustrating. That that's is a scary fr- fucking proposition for uh, me, man. I mean, it almost makes you wish that like some ginormous company would buy it. Like how Disney bought Star Wars and then they have like the Star Wars Rebels show and then the movies coming out every year. Like, okay, let's go. We can do this. But it all, you don't really want that to happen, but you wish like, okay, you, this can be done. Look, it can be done. Let's make it happen. I don't think Toei would ever. Oh, they sell would be Dragon crazy Ball. to sell it. It's got it. I'm pretty sure, anyway, yeah. that it's their biggest, you know, moneymaker. I mean, they'd be billions, billions. Why would you ever get rid of it? Mm, we're basically at the mercy of Toei. <laughs> I, know, I know, dude. For the it, rest of our lives. I know. It doesn't give me a lot of hope at all. <sighs> Frustrating as hell. Yeah. But, I mean,. There's a lot of possibilities in the future for this series. Right. And that's the important thing. Yes, there is. I mean, they've, they've, they've introduced enough new characters. We've got the universe six Saiyans. We've got, you know, Hit and Jiren. There's enough there for them to move forward that they really should explore that. And in my opinion, that's what makes this Broly movie even more frustrating. Yeah, because it's nothing about the new characters that we met. Why would you give us 40 to 50 episodes of all of these new characters? They did themselves such a favor with the tournament of power right. in terms of fast track building a universe yeah, and by sure. universe i mean like universe of characters to go visit explore build upon what's the first fucking thing you do right bring back broly bring back broly yeah that's true the thing that nobody asked for right well because they could easily be, hey universe three called us they need some help let's go to universe three and help out you know and that could be 35 40 episodes right there could be that would be Way more satisfying. Yeah, they than should a Broly movie. <laughs> they should let us write it. What's need to happen? I say it at least once a month. <laughs> I know, right, dude? People at Toei Dragon Ball Room, 
Get yeah. me a GD job. Yeah. That's I right. will write the shit out of some stories yep. right fucking now. Yep. Hire my friend JD as well. Yep. He also has some stories that he will write the shit out of. That's right. Jesus. Yeah. Now. Well, this has been fun, man. I'm glad we could, we were finally able to do this. Me too, dude. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this it. Been a, this has been an experience. Hopefully, <laughs> you know, basically the point of us doing this episode today is just trying to introduce each other's audiences to one another. Yeah. So if you listen to this show every week, make sure you go check out Dragon Ballers. Right. Um, and definitely go check out me rambling about random Dragon Ball stuff on their podcast. For real. <laughs> In conjunction with uh, this episode. Yeah, for real. Uh, what else you got to plug, man? Where can we find you? Where can we find the show? Twitter? What's all that stuff look like? Yeah, man. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at RealJDLee. You can follow my co-host, Steven, at Steven the Brit. You can follow our show Twitter at Dragon underscore Baller underscore Z. We're on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, pretty pretty much every single... Spotify. Uh, That's yeah. where I've been listening. Yeah, Spotify. Pretty much every single uh, podcatcher that exists we're on there. So check us out. And then uh, if you like Attack on Titan, you can always listen to A Chat on Titan too. That's our new show. It's only about you know 15 episodes in on that one. I was going to say, is that episodic? Or you guys are doing one episode each episode? Yeah, we did, we did a bunch of recaps for season one and two, but now we're doing one a week for season three, which just came out. Word. So I need to watch a bunch of Attack on Titan well, it's to a, listen to that show. Dude, it's not that bad. I mean, I'm telling you, once you start it, you're going to go through it. I'm going to get hooked. Yeah, dude, you will. I promise you. Watch season one in like two days. It'll happen. I mean, I don't have a job. There so you go. Maybe I should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tomorrow morning, <laughs> you're going to start it. Solid. Good suggestion. You yeah. won me over. You're welcome. JD Lee from the Dragon Ballers podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, man. We really appreciate you coming on. Super dope. We'll check out the first half of this conversation on his podcast. And uh, we'll talk with y'all soon, man. Boobadoo!